yes, I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones, but you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. Tell me what's worse than learning all that you led to believe was all horse crap. They distort so question as if you Warshack. Horsemen, horsemen, and they've long been having the course mapped. It ain't that you can't see, cause you can find it home, just that you don't want to. You cope by putting the blinders on. I've been trying to find some kind of way, but I've kind of known that y'all would rather whine and lash to nonsense cause your mind is gone. I can't save every person in politics and it's bringing the worst out the very earth. And every perk of living on this turf is being chipped at and nerfed, but I can't sit back and lurk. I've got to hit back, I'm certain it's my purpose. And it's a beautiful thing too. Welcome back to the underground. This is episode 38. Uh, Joseph, it's good to have you back with me. Uh, I'm just thankful I'm here. I felt like I was going to die this weekend with the... Uh, I guess to explain what happened is that uh, I burnt some beef broth, some homemade beef broth, and not my fault. My stove is on NOS apparently, uh, and it um, burnt overnight, and I woke up to smoke and the smell of a dead animal that you had burnt. And so I spent all day Saturday and Sunday uh, cleaning my apartment, trying to get the smell out, opening up windows, and spent about $400. And then come to think of it, on Sunday, I realized, you know what? I could have done all of the clean the house with $50 instead of $400. But, hey, you live and you learn. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. One so day I'll tell my were, kids. You were trying to slow cook it overnight? Yeah, so my first instinct was to use our Instant Pot because we don't have a crock pot. Um, it got broke last year yeah. and so we bought an instant pot instead, uh, after our slow cooker broke. And, uh, so, uh, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to follow these recipes. I looked at three or four recipes on, you know, making your own homemade beef broth and they all said to use a stock pot for, for 24 to 48 hours. And so I brought it to boil. And I was like, okay, I put on the setting two on my stove. And I was like, okay, it's going to simmer and all that stuff. Well, that's not what happened. Apparently, it kept boiling. And so I was, we've noticed, you know, we've only been in our new place for a few weeks now. And we've noticed since we've cooked on the stove that it seems really powerful. Like it takes only two minutes. I'm telling you, dude, I'm going to time it next time. Yeah. Maybe three minutes at the most. Um, but to reach 400 or 450 degrees, it only takes like a couple minutes. And most of my other stoves I've had is take like 10 minutes or so. It's taken a while. Well, I bought some cinnamon rolls to cover up the smell yesterday. And uh, <laughs> I was like, you know, it says to cook the cinnamon rolls at 400 degrees for 13 to 17 minutes. And I was like, well, I'm just going to cook them for 11 minutes because I feel like this stove is really powerful. Dude, I only cooked them for 11 minutes and they came out brown. Whoa. <laughs> I'm like, ha, I knew it wasn't me. Yeah, that sounds like way off. Like just extra, extra powerful. Yeah, it does. So <laughs> I'm wondering, I don't know anything about electric, but since I, uh, due to what I do and who I work with, um, I wonder, I'm wondering if the outlet is a 220 outlet and the 220 outlets um, if it's fully supplying that kind of power to it, that may be it. I don't know. Mm. Someone who knows uh, who's an electrician would probably be like, no, that's not the case. It is just your stove or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Well, uh, 
So if I make a face during the podcast, I was like, oh, it's because I got a whiff of that horrible smell. Um, and then our hardwood floorings are all sticky too because oh. I use thieves, I use pine yeah, salt, then I use yeah. this odor control stuff I got. I probably mopped the floors like five to six times. Let me just tell you too, there ain't there ain't no kind of disease in this house because it's all been clear. The only thing I haven't cleaned <laughs> is I don't think I've cleaned the ceiling in this room. I think that's the only thing I haven't cleaned. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I haven't cleaned the baseboard, so maybe they're safe, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's what my weekend was like. Uh, I, uh, was dealing with a cold all weekend, so I didn't really do much of anything. Um, and I'll talk more about what I did do in the next episode. Cause it's a little more, um, nice. Did you go around and pass your cold around to people? No, you didn't. I don't think so. Okay. Um, Just making sure. It's, it's really Did you get tested for chocolate cake. Heck no. Oh, um, okay. I uh, is that because you just don't care about people? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm not adding to those numbers. I don't even care, dude. I remember it. this past like, weekend. I think. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, what were you saying? I was just saying that. I, said, I, I remember I'm this past. <laughs> okay, you go ahead. Oh my god! I the only other thing I was gonna say is that like that I'm just not adding to the numbers. Like I'm not going to get tested uh, because I don't want to add to those numbers because people keep thinking it's an emergency and so they keep getting tested and then they're using those numbers to keep people locked down or to keep mm. keep people wearing masks in places right like if i was living somewhere yeah. where i could go do that and knowing full well that they weren't going to try to use that against me and everyone else that lives around me then i might consider it but Dude, but even I'm then so like happy. i'm not going out of my way i'm like i'm like oh I, I'm, I'm a little stuffy like that was it mm -hmm. so dude i'm so happy that i caught covid um or that we caught covid before there was covid protocols yeah so happy man Oh my gosh, dude. It's, it's getting ridiculous. A lot of it's falling apart. I mean, we didn't put too much of it in this week um, just because we there, there's been a lot going on and we didn't get to everything we wanted to cover last week. Um, mm -hmm. In fact, we don't really have, we don't have a lot of COVID stuff at all, but there uh, there's a lot of uh, people in different industries that are going on strike. There's a lot of people that are going, um, doing something called sick outs. Yep. So they're just, a ton of people are taking sick leave um, at the same time because they, they, they're not part of a union, so they don't strike. Um, and the interesting thing is I found this out today. I didn't know this was a thing, but you cannot in the United States, it's, it's a, a against like federal law to coerce a group of people into a standard strike. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, I was like, well, I was like, well, that's a dumb, I was like, first of all, that's a stupid rule or a stupid law. Um, but I mean, to be honest, that's kind of what you get with being a part of unions and kind of like mm -hmm. allowing yourself to be in those kind of collectives. Like you just don't have full like ownership of yourself, which I that dislike. you think you do. Yeah. I just like that to begin with. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, well I'm protected. It's like, uh, I mean, you're kind of at the whim of what the group wants to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you anyway. know what? It makes me ask. It may, I've always wondered people who are against protesting or striking, how do they show it? What do you mean? Oh, oh, <laughs> sorry. Whatever. I was like, huh? <laughs> I'm against protesting, well, but I don't know how to show it. So I'm a. That's a good old Mitch Hedberg joke for you there. I'm working on a. Um, 
a uh, a video right now. I've I've been writing a lot more. Yeah. Um, just trying to kind of get. Hey man, uh, I'm proud of you. You, you learned the full alphabet. <laughs> Dude, I still, I'm a terrible speller. Dude, I'm Any, so bad. Yeah. Anybody that knows like, me like really I'm well. Like, oh god, put, it's put. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'm just like, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm awful, awful speller. Um, if I ever, if, if at any point ever on our social media or anything that we do, I've misspelled something. Um, feel yes. free to tell me, but don't be a douche about it because I get, I like, I just can't spell. I'm not a good speller. It's, it's always been that I'm, way. I, it, I think it's to not me, changing I don't know if this, this is the point. case for you, but for me, it's because I say things phonetically, like I pronounce them phonetically. So yeah, um, it's it's a little bit of that. It's a little dyslexia. It's like a little bit dyslex dyslexia. Like I don't like yeah. flip words around or anything like that or letters. Um, mm -hmm. It's it's more just cer certain things don't stick, you know. Uh, like I can't, oh, yeah. I have to physically do things a lot of the time in order to have that, that muscle memory. Yep. Um, it's, I can't sit like, I, it's why I was always terrible in school is because generally, unless I'm really, really into the subject, um, you can't sit still, can you? No. Uh, well, that, uh, like, that used to be, wise, that used to can't. be a problem. Um, it's, it's less of one now. Cause I mean, like I can sit and listen to like five hour podcasts, without mm -hmm. any real issue um but I, I my attention rate and my retention of the information isn't going to be as good as if i'm in a situation where like especially when i'm learning something step by step i'm like okay this is what i need to do here okay now i'm gonna do this physically so that i can slowly yeah. remember these things and a lot of that's gotten better as i've gotten way. older um do you need that repetition too with yeah. it oh yeah and i yeah. think that it's like that in anything but it's one of the reasons why i always like <clears throat> was a lot more into editing and and anything that I could do that had um that that wasn't like spelling or math or anything like that but yeah I've been I've been trying to to write a little bit more and um like it, it's nice now that I'm out of school because I don't have to follow anybody's rules for the most part um, Dude, that is so nice. Sorry, I had to close my no, blinds there. Good. I'm just staring out to the black <laughs> abyss right now. So I'm like, oh, in um, case a serial killer is watching me right now, let uh, me uh, close these blinds. All that, all that to be said. If I sound uh, like I'm a little stuffy, it's because I am. Um, so forgive me. Uh, I'm gonna try to mute myself whenever I have to like sniffle or sniffle. Uh, yeah. You don't want to sniffle onto the mic. <laughs> No, it's it's awful. It's about as bad as like it when is. people like eat into the mic when they're on podcasts. I'm just like, please stop. Like this is not but, like. Oh, I was watching a podcast this past weekend where uh, no, was it or was it today? I was listening to a podcast where or watching it and listening to it where the chick, uh, um, Chrissy May, she was eating a pizza, but you know she's done podcasts for so long. Oh, like, she oh, was the away mayor. from she's, it. She's got like the curly hair. She's she's a comedian or whatever. Yeah, yeah, when yeah She yeah. was away from she's it hilarious. when she was eating the pizza, but uh, yeah, her mic's just so good it picked up the sound. It's not like <laughs> yeah, I yeah, couldn't yeah. hear her chew. I just heard when she <laughs> broke the uh, crust off to give it to her dog. <laughs> Dude, she is so freaking funny. Dude, she's she, hilarious. She made this uh, this comment. Uh, I, maybe you saw this. She made this comment about um, how uh, people were going to start in introducing themselves 
and maybe it was like they were specifically talking about DC comics, which and I think they were. And she was like, "Yeah, eventually they're just gonna start saying hello, all the theys and gays." And then uh, in that yeah. bit, in that that uh thing they yeah. did this weekend, they said it. Yeah, oh, they she's did? a prophetess. Yes, they said it in the the thing. Did you clip it? No, I didn't. It, I found oh. out. I found. Out, I literally found out about it like right before we were gonna do the show. So I'll, oh, I, if okay. I remember, I'll add it in next week. Yeah, we got to put um, that on the uh, the soundboard. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, speaking of soundboard, I added a couple things. Um, one of them I like more than the other. So, uh, oh, I've got to share this with you before. Hopefully yeah. this. Hopefully this works better than it did. But that's not the only thing they said. They said uh, due to I think they were talking about airline getting in trouble for saying ladies and gentlemen or whatnot um so they can no longer say that and someone said well they could just say uh holes and poles <laughs> Dude, that was amazing yeah that was freaking hilarious I lost it <laughs> okay so there's people out there who aren't listening to god and what god wants do you hear that yeah do there's you people that? out there not listening to god and what god wants do you know who that is play it one more time for me well this one might give it away this is the same person I need you to be my apostles. I need you to go out and talk about it and say, we owe this to each other. We love each other. Is that the governor of New York? Yeah. There's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. <laughs> I thought those were pretty good. That's um, the governor of New York, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm. I was trying to some she has Isn't it sad I know that? Yeah. <laughs> why why should I have to care about the governor of New York, you know? I know. She um crazy times we live in. Yeah. I, I thought I thought they were good because I want to use the apostle one to like promote the show. So eventually have enough clips of people like asking people to do things for them or whatever that I can put some like music behind it and then have all those oh, things yeah. and then you have like your intro or whatever. So we have like a whole little like uh, intro clip or whatever for uh, oh. like asking for donations or donation segments or anything like that. Um, so I'm I'm collect I'm trying to collect stuff and occasionally like when I hear things trying to remember to be like okay I need to go back and find that and clip it because it's like I have these somewhere. Well, speaking of clipping it, if you want to support our show, if you're getting any value out of our show. We utilize a value for value model system here. And basically all that means is that you can donate to us in the form of your time, your talent, your treasure, if you're getting anything from us, which if you've been listening so far, hopefully you are being informed and you're getting some entertainment, some information and just having a good time. We try to make these conversations about uh, anything social or cultural, um, lighthearted and fun. Uh, but also informative. And so if you're enjoying that, you can donate to us. Uh, just click our show notes and you'll see our PayPal link. And in the future, crypto donations, although I think PayPal may have them. Yeah, they're uh, there. Feel free to do it that there. way. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe. Um. <laughs> so at least monetarily. But hey, you know what? If you want to give us some Bitcoin, just hit us up. We'll take them. Um, we'll figure it out real fast. Uh, <laughs> but you can also donate to us in the form of your time and your talent. So if I know we need help with audio editing, video editing, um, 
or just anything really if you if you're good at art and you want to do cover art for an episode or for our show if you want to refine anything if you're good with as i said uh, uh not just video editing but maybe you could help me get better with the lighting and stuff like that and you know yeah. any tips and tricks if you come across a, a video a news video or you know inter- anything with entertainment a video game a movie or an article you know if, share if you it with have, us and if we find it go if ahead. you have lights that you're no longer using and you want to donate them to Joseph, email us the email in the show notes. Yes. And uh, we'll get an address so that you can, uh, you can send those on to him. Um, it is an unofficial tax write-off. Yeah. Um, it's a donation. It is a donation. I mean, if you're giving it away <laughs> to someone, you just, yeah, I donated these. This is how much they're worth. Yep. That's it. You don't have to tell them anything else. And so, uh, so yeah, that's how you can support us. But the two best things that you can do is number one, share our podcast. If you don't, maybe you don't have money, maybe you don't have any talent, or maybe you have talent and you just don't have any time. Well, you can share our podcast on social media. Social media is Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, MySpace. If it's still around, I don't care. Any and all social media. If you're on Gab, if you're on Parlor, if you're on getter or whatever i don't care what? where you share I don't, if you're on antifa social media site if you're on aoc social media site i don't care what social media site if it's a social media site share our podcast let your family and friends know uh like and subscribe to us on youtube on odyssey and then also download our episodes downloading our episodes is the second best thing that you can do because it helps us gauge how many people are listening to this wonderful podcast and i know what you're thinking right now Joseph, you're not being humble. It's so much more fun not being humble, though, isn't it? <laughs> sure. I mean, listen, I, I think we we no, put I'm out just kidding. No, you know, we put out a pretty po- uh, quality podcast, and uh, I mean, like our audio, listen, our audio is way better than I would say at least ninety percent of the stuff that I hear on a regular basis, where people are in their freaking like uh, giant, like tall ceilinged rooms and they're on their airpods the echo in the background oh my gosh oh, it, just, yes. uh, it, it sounds like they're Am in I the only one that still doesn't like airpods um so i had a pair that i bought off of justin um yeah and i hate them because they don't stay in my ears correctly because the only time i ever really use them is at the gym um mm. and so they fall out of my ears all the time and i was using them a lot when i was mowing the lawn and i think my sweat broke them Hmm. okay I think well I so you. I also washed them once and then dropped one of them into the water when I was doing the dishes um, again because they don't oh. s- they don't stay in your ears right and so they yeah. put out they recently put out the new ones um, and the second gen had like those little rubber things that help them stay in your ears I was like great what a great addition uh, they're kind of overpriced but at the same time at least now they'll stay in your ears better than the last ones did well they got rid of that they went back to the old Dude. the old way I got a pair that you can get Java hat are uh, yeah. really good, really good for talking on the phone um, more so than necessarily listening to stuff. I mean, you can still listen to stuff, but it's not as crisp as my Sony uh, right. over ears are. But, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into know, it. Speaking of iPhone um, or Apple, I should say, after I get rid of, you know, if you can tell, uh, I don't know if you can or not, but 
cracked it, I should say, not broke it. Oh, that sucks. Uh, I'm going to switch to an Android, probably not the Freedom Phone, but probably one of those don't uh, buy the phones fr- we were Don't buy about. the Freedom Phone. That'll be so embarrassing. No, not the Freedom Phone. Not the Freedom Phone. <laughs> That's what you said. It, but it's just, no, I said not the Freedom Phone, oh. but those like it because oh. our audience it probably won't understand thought, that there are actual phones that protect your privacy, yeah. unlike the Freedom Phone. Yeah, don't don't get the Freedom Phone. If you guys didn't listen to no. that that episode, that thing I'm the is one a that piece of garbage. The Freedom Phone. I know, but it sounded like you said, well, I'll get another phone like the Freedom Phone. Or one of these other ones, which made me think you meant I would get that or another thing. No, dude, I'm just gonna go up to uh, Jack Posobiec and ask him for my pillow. Oh my! God. And then I'm gonna go up to Candace Owen Owens and ask her for the Freedom Phone. All right. Well, let's get in. Let's get <laughs> so into I these be topics. A true patriotic American. Let's get into these topics. Twenty minutes into this episode, um, let's do it. <laughs> so our first. Uh, thing that i just wanted to go over i mean we don't have to spend a ton of time on this um it's just kind of one of those things that i think people need to be aware of aware of yeah um oh shoot uh the definition on merriam webster's uh website of what an anti-vaxxer is has been changed um joseph do you have that pulled up yes do you mind uh, i do now that you mentioned yes do you mind reading the difference between the two yeah, so uh, on Merriam-Webster's uh, site, so it says the definition of an anti-vaxxer, a person who opposes the use of vaccines or regulations mandating vaccinations, vaccination, I should say. So how does that make I just don't understand. Well, I know why they're doing it, obviously. I mean, I oh, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just one of those things that's like, why? Dude. This is what I'm praying for. Oh my God. If you decide to allow Trump to become president again, which I hope not, I hope not, or Joe Biden, but if you do, please allow there to be another vaccine that the left's completely against that that way they can fall into the anti-vaxxer definition yeah like we we just because it's all just political and tribal oh absolutely and i'm you know i'm so tired of it it, it's so crazy to me talking to different people who kind of fall on different sides not everybody there there's a, a couple people that um kind of fall into a similar camp as me i mean they may not be like um, at like as uh, like there yet, um, mm-hmm. but you're you're starting to see this thing where and 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 Michael Malice actually pointed this out, but uh, you're starting to see a lot of people kind of get um, red pilled, if I can use the term, on uh, cops in a lot of places, um, mm-hmm. and because and I had this conversation today uh, with uh, with someone I work with, where it was like. They're like, oh, I can't believe what the police are doing in Australia. It's like, it, it just seems so ridiculous. And I was like, well, why? Uh, you know, and, and this has been my argument with people um, for a long time. It's like, they there's this, this weird thing that happened with the right in particular where they, they started to view cops in like a heroic light. Yeah. When they're I enti- think a better way to say that is hero may be a good term, but a religious or pope like light to where they can't do any wrong or any wrong that they do do um haha do do. Um uh, they uh 
there's always a justification for it, right? Like yeah. more of a sympathetic or empathetic ear yeah. than towards the victim. Yeah, there were there was always this willingness to to um, yeah give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, exactly. But I, I think it is like a hero there, and not everybody, right? I mean, you can't put everybody yeah. into the same box, but there's definitely a hero worship thing that goes on, uh, especially because my church did this whole thing a couple of weeks ago, like right before. Uh, uh, so like I went to the beach and then. I was uh, I had that cold this past week, and they did mm-hmm. this whole like hero week in or like heroes week thing, and so this idea of uh, like people who work in uh, like emergency services being quote unquote heroes, right? Um, which was a little weird to me because this is the same um, like church where at least for a long time they would be like. Uh, they didn't like the term heroes in the Bible uh, because they're like, oh, well, they're not actually heroes. Like, that's not the point or whatever. And I'm just so, yeah, which <laughs> if, you're, if you're talking about like litter, like the literary definition of like a hero of, of a hero, it, it doesn't have anything to do with being like Captain America. Right. Right. Um, but I, I have this I have this issue with people who are paid well to do their jobs, like even during a tough time. You know what I mean? Like if someone, for, mm-hmm. you know what well, I mean? I will, I will say this. I know that in the state I live in, I would consider that they, excuse me, that they pay officers really well. Now I would also say, I say that starting out is what I mean. Starting out as right. an officer, um, they pay really well. Well, hang on. Um, I, I listen, we're, I, I, but in Georgia, no dog. But it's beside it's kind it's semi besides the point, right? Like there yeah. is uh, yeah, yeah. There is this just this nature of oh, the these people like are put sort of on a pedestal, right? Yep. When in reality, I would say other than firefighters, like you could make the best argument for people who run into burning buildings to save people's lives. Mm-hmm. Right? I think you could make the best argument there. Yep. And here's here's the problem that I have with the other two categories. Okay. One, I don't I didn't know I don't know any of these people. I don't know what they believe. Like these could be the people that like other people I've heard this from want to believe that it is well within their right to strap people to a table uh and in, in inject them with pharmaceuticals. Mm. That's one one point, right? Yep. The other point is and you want to go from sort of like the cop perspective, uh, I, I generally think the more sort of in the, uh, the first word that came to mind is boondocks, but like the more in the country you get uh, with police officers, other than potential like racial problems, maybe like that's, I mean, if like we're talking like a mm-hmm. maybe, right? I, I'm not, I don't want to generalize anything too much. Um, yeah, go ahead. They, they, they generally though, the further you get out, they're less aggressive and just more willing to let stuff slide. Like I've seen that in Asheville um, since the start of this whole thing. Yeah. Where th- the further into sort of like the heart of Asheville you got, the worse the mandates and the worse people were about them, right? Yeah. Um, and then as you got further and further away, and then once you finally got out of the Buncombe County, which is the the major county that Asheville is located in, People are just like, no, screw that. We're not doing any of it. 
Like you can't yeah. t- like essentially it was like you can't tell us what to do. We're not going to do this. Now I still have my problems with a lot of that stuff, but like this mm-hmm. is what I'm talking about. It's like you're you're lifting a group of people up that in the right circumstances would potentially put you in jail if they believed that the law was the law, right? So like in a circumstance and I'm just I'm clearly it, this is being made up. But if there was a quote unquote mandate, right? Mm-hmm. where you were no longer allowed to go to church, right? And then you said, you know what? That's wrong. We're going to do it anyway. Yep. Who do you think they're sending when they find out, right? And maybe they don't do anything about it, right? Maybe you maybe right. you get someone who actually has the moral compass to be like no. Like we, no, yeah. we're not we're not we're not doing this right and you saw right. that with a lot of a lot of the the guys in in Buncombe County who were on the the police force they let they quit I, they left whatever but it's just I think recently the sheriff in uh Los Angeles said that he's not enforcing the vaccine mandates um that they required and then in I know in Washington state a state a 20 a state trooper for 22 years just quit and told the governor that he could kiss his um, behind uh, in his last call out over the radio uh, because he's not being forced to get the vaccine. And there's definitely been, you know, in Florida and elsewhere, and even here in my state, sheriffs who have stood up and said that. And I think what, uh, I think Michael, Mike Saronovich made this point. I saw on Twitter, I thought it was a very astute point. And he said, we've learned over the past year that the most important position is actually the sheriff. And that's the position that Democrats will go after next. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a good point to be made there. I think people, man, I think, I'll, you know, we're, I want to stay on topic here. We're talking about cops. I think we need to pay attention to that. Like, as we say, you know, there's not no one person who is your savior outside of Jesus Christ, not Trump, not Joe Biden, not Kamala Harris, not Dave Smith, not Ron Paul, not Rand Paul or whoever and anywhere in between. It's about, you know, starting from the local sphere, then going to state and then going to federal and hopefully decentralizing, taking responsibility of your own life and uh, voting in people who are more for liberty um, than for authoritarian measures. So, yeah, well, the you know, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, I know. But that's exactly the point in being like the, you see the cops in Australia and Europe yeah, in China enforcing well, it, it, everyone, what the state wants to do yeah. and Christians, you know, advocating alongside them either, uh, out of ignorance or some other, uh, desire and, and intent. I, I again, it's it. It's one of those things that a lot of these things can be solved by the individual, right? So it's oh my, they're like, people go oh, especially around here, right? Like I understand it's different in some somewhere like Chicago, but we're not. Neither of us live in Chicago. We're not talking about Chicago. Yeah, I, I do want to say something just so you're aware. Uh, if which I'm good, it's not that bad. But if I'm over talking you at all, it cuts out from time to time, and so it sounds like there's a long pause on my end. So oh, I may. Fine. So just FYI as we go forward. Uh, But yeah, no, man, I know what you mean. I think I just remember, you know, up until I guess this craziness started happening with COVID, how the Republicans just didn't realize 
what kind of the left has been saying about cops, right? And that's not to say everything the left's been saying about cops is right, right? No, but there are points to be made on therein how they do in you know their adherence. If your adherence is to the state before it is to what I would say Christ, and then um, the Constitution, right? Then you know, I, I, your adherences to the state, you know what I mean? Maybe we can get it. And like, even with the Constitution, isn't perfect. I mean, right. being that's why I said, you know, Jesus comes before, you know, uh, if you're a Christian, Jesus comes before the Constitution. Right. That well, I just I I I brought all of that up because people kind of need to understand that, and and again, this is this is still sort of like fringe. Twitter stuff for now though I'm I'm pretty right. sure I'd, I'd have to go back and look and see if I could actually find some clips um, but there there seems to be people that are starting to try to put the narrative out there that being quote unquote anti-vax within the new definition because that's mm-hmm. and that definition has been something that a lot of people have been holding on to for a while like I've had I had conversations last year with people where I'd be like so you think that uh, someone who's hesitant about the Ronavax is an anti-vaxxer. And they say, yes. And I said, you're an idiot. It's funny because I don't know if anyone has called me that, but if they have, it's like, you don't even know that I've argued with people who are actually anti-vax to try to convince them that um, some of the vaccines are fine, right? Not, you know, necessarily the they ones that they're concerned about. Uh, and so, yeah, they don't care. It's not about that. They don't realize, no. okay, you know, I may have a religious objection. Um, and, you know, and I, then I also have a, hey, this hasn't been studied for so long. And, and you know, yada, yada, yada. So Right. Well, all that to be said, the the point is is that they're starting to do this. You're essentially, if you're an anti-vaxxer, you're one step away from being a domestic terrorist, which is the new buzz. Mm-hmm. It's the new buzzword that a lot of people need to understand this. Yep. The dom- domestic terrorist is sort of the a lot of the way that you'll hear it a lot of the time is that the uh, the Middle East wars are now being turned inward on the United States. Um, so mm-hmm. the war machine, the war machine I was has just to, thinking that. yeah, the war machine has to keep going. And in or- so we can't be in Afghanistan anymore. I wouldn't be surprised if you, you see over the next few years, if people really start getting sour towards a lot of the stuff that's going on in the Middle East. Um, especially if like, I don't keep shutting up about it and, mm-hmm. um, freaking, um, uh, oh my God, Scott Horton. Yeah. Um, he, dude, he got to, he had a debate a couple weeks ago with a, um, a guy from, uh, Bush's administration or who was like pretty prominent mm-hmm. around that time. I don't remember exactly what he did. Bill, I think his name's Bill Crystal. I'd have to look up who he, exactly oh, what yeah. his, his idea was. About. Dude, he mopped the floor with him. Dude, the dude had like no responses to, um, Scott's like, uh, like questioning and, cause the whole idea was like, are regime changes or something along those lines um, something that the United States should be involved with, like regime change wars? Um, and obviously Scott mm-hmm. took the side of like, no, it's terrible. <laughs> and uh, he uh, he did very well. Um, and Bill Crystal had very little to say uh, in that situation beyond sort of the normal talking points from... Uh, he was the chief of staff to the vice president 
um, under Dan Quell in George H.W. Bush's administration. Um, and he served as the chairman of the Project for Republican Future as well. So, mm, okay. Uh, it doesn't look like, you know, again, the, I'm using Wikipedia as a source here for right now. Uh, he authored the Bush Doctrine and the history of the Iraq and U.S. relations. So that was the perfect person to uh, argue with. And he, apparently he served as a foreign policy advisor for John McCain's yeah, presidential campaign. No surprise, no surprise, no surprise. Um, Ooh, man, you just see one thing Trump was right about. Say what you want about them, but the deep state, or as I like to call them, the establishment party, man, it runs deep. Oh, very. The new people don't realize that neoconservatives are just liberals that are for war. Yeah, that's all they are. Yeah. So I, I just I, I I think it's important for people to realize that there is whether it's a centralized group of people making these moves um, to paint people in a certain light. Uh, yeah. I don't like to use the slippery slope term slash argument. It feels like old and out of date. Um, but I always like what Mo says where he's like, pay attention to everything and the truth will reveal itself. Um, yep. And it feels like it's just one step closer, one step closer, right? Like you have the anti-vax thing, right? The definition mm -hmm. changes on that. They've been changing a lot of defini like definitions recently to sort of fit specific molds. Uh, I can't remember. There was another big one that happened uh, not too long ago. Um, and I think it was Marion Webster as well. Um, they're doing that. There's all this talk of domestic terrorism. You know, there's mm -hmm. the whole thing with John Brennan, um, as dumb as he is, uh, who's basically pushing a lot of the same narrative around January 6th. Um, he threw, he lumped libertarians in there, right? It's like, mm -hmm. how how long, like, legitimately, this is a legitimate legitimate question. How long is it before they start throwing Christians into the group, right? You have, you have them coming after, like, MAGA people, right? So how long is it before they start going after, quote-unquote, the religious Oof. right, which ult ultimately is talking about Christians? It's not even just MAGA people, but you're talking about old grandma from Iowa, Oklahoma, that stumbled in the, you know, White House because the FBI let her, because the cops said, yeah, you can go forward, and now she's, you know, jailed for... Now it's... If you just show up at a school board protesting yeah you right, might you uh, might be considered domestic terrorist it's it's almost like that old um uh jeff foxworthy thing where it's like you might be a redneck if or whatever yep. now it's like you might be a, demer a domestic terrorist <laughs> if that's good yeah oh Lord. oh man well speaking of domestic terrorists i'm just kidding uh, well <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he he might be in that place as well. So we wanted to do an update. Actually, one. Yeah, we well, we wanted to do an update on. Um, oh my God, uh, Pastor Artur Paulinski, Paul, Polowski, Paul, Polowski, I'm so sorry. Artur Paulowski. <laughs> I've been I've been awake for a really long time today. Forgive me. Um, and uh, just so, you know, we've been kind of keeping track of him for a while. He also kind of does good numbers for us on YouTube. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got to that video. <clears throat> you Nazis. Yeah. So just obviously stop he's a little more uh, more reserved in this uh, in this video, but he kind of gives a breakdown of 
what's been going on with him and uh, all those other things. So let me let me play this and then we can talk about it for a minute. The hypocrisy, the level of hypocrisy is unbelievable. I was charged with my brother David for inciting people to come to church, uh, officiating a church service, participating in illegal gathering. And we have been found guilty on two accounts uh, facing potentially four years prison for that crime. At the same time, Jason Kenney, the premier of Alberta, with the minister of finance, uh, Thieves, with the minister of environment, Nixon, and the minister of health that sent those wannabe Gestapo uh, KGB agents to hunt us down, they broke the same rules, the same court injunction. And do you think they get tickets? Do you think they're in front of the courts? No, it's one law for me and one law for D. Those people are showing left and right that they have total disregard to the law and order of the land. Charter of Rights and Freedoms, out the door. Constitution, out the door. They are the tyrants, wanna be pharaohs, and the rest are the slaves. It's pretty much spot on. I mean, that's yeah. what one of the things we've been pointing out is that, you know, you have Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Kamala Harris, so on and so forth, touting and California, the governor of New Jersey, we can go on and on. Yeah. Breaking their own policies and rules. Because again, people want to criticize cap socialism. And one of the things we talked about before on this podcast is how is what is it? The bourgeois bourgeoisie. It? Bourgeoisie. Yeah, bourgeoisie class is the one percent right and it's just that it's not you're not in it that's yeah, all it yeah. is everyone everyone and, wants to think in uh in socialism or communism i mean they're they those words are basically interchangeable at this point even though i know yeah. there's a difference between the two but yeah everyone wants to think they're going to be in this new revolution of socialism or whatever it is that they'll be a part of the bourgeoisie when in reality they, they won't be <laughs> it's like yeah exactly they, and, and this is I, they're if just I remember useful correctly, idiots yeah if i remember correctly it, it maybe it was it might have been the communist revolution in uh russia but they took the the proletariat took power and then a lot of the people that helped them take power uh, other people that were a part of that turned around and shot all of them it um, may have been in russia I, but i, I think I, that I, was in in france as well oh you're um, right you're right i think it was france the that french happened. revolution yep. that happened yeah, yeah, that happened a couple times in france Though actually I, with a lot of the stuff that i've been hearing about um like uh communist russia and, and stuff recently it's like it wouldn't surprise me if a lot of that was happening too yeah um so yeah uh i i don't know how many more times we have to continue to talk about these things post about these things um everyone just keeps ignoring the story and i i of course well yeah you know why that is that's because the mainstream media is the propaganda wing of the state so they only speak from the state and what the state approves of. So that's ABC, CBS, NBC. Uh, go ahead and include Fox News in there uh, as well. So yeah, because I don't, I don't think they're even touching this story either. They're probably like it's Canada. It doesn't have anything to do with us. Um, it, it's just really unfortunate because I mean, I you know, I've never actually listened to this dude preach or whatever, and it's kind of besides, yeah. it's kind of besides the point and all of this. Like we're. We're talking about a guy who was trying to run his church, who was trying to do what he felt was right and try to keep his community together. And mm -hmm. he uh, is going potentially going to jail for four years because of it. And it, I don't know, I, I, I kind of I got to give the guy props because it's a lot more than I feel like 
uh, a lot of the churches in the U.S. would do. And maybe that's yeah. a little bit of what aboutism or whatever the the thing may be, but it, it's just kind of the truth, man. It's like everybody was mm. just so willing to to shut their doors. And I know MacArthur kind of pushed back, even though he, um, I think you were the one that told me he's been a little bullheaded about the whole thing. Um, maybe is one of those things where it's like, hey, where's that like? Um, you know, truth and grace. Like, where's the the middle ground for for MacArthur and and some of that? Um, but yeah, I mean, the guy the guy deserves a props. This story deserves to continue to be told. Um, mm-hmm. So, you got anything else to add? Especially since Canada and Australia are preventing citizens from leaving now. Yeah. And so, if you remember correctly, all the good free loving countries in the past that we all reflect on and like that's an ideal country have all prevented citizens from leaving right like Mao's China um, Lenin's Russia uh, I can go on if you want me to yeah <laughs> but um, you know that's always a good sign but I think you know the transition here you know what's not a good sign is uh, this next story that we have and you know, it's a story of a teen girl that was raped at a school. Uh, okay, so and, hang on. We, we, should, we should say, because obviously it hasn't gone to trial yet, there hasn't been all the information. It is still alleged. Like, the, the information seems yeah, to be alleged. there based on the perpetrator's uh, record. Um, mm-hmm. But we do have to throw that out there. So because, allegedly what happened yeah. is uh, the perpetrator is or war skirt like dressed uh considers himself to be non-binary i believe non-binary yeah that's what it is and uh took a girl in the bathroom and raped her and then uh let's see still hasn't been still facing trial for that at the school because he alleged that the school tried to cover it up and they arrested him for just yelling at the principal and he's already been tried and everything joe wise and uh we'll get into more on that later but then while this other while this teenager who allegedly raped the girl is awaiting trial he assaults another teen yeah at a different school so he got yeah at a different school he like for whatever reason left the first school yep was taken to another school and uh, assaulted someone um, in the bathroom again at that school. So um, the father of the first girl uh, went to a meeting because this happened in Virginia in uh, uh, Loudoun County in Virginia, which is yeah, also Loudoun. Also, yeah, which is also the place where, um, or it's the, also the state where their governor currently doesn't think that um, the parents should have any say in what the kids are taught in school. Um, yep. so there's that. It's also the governor who wore blackface as well. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> He's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Along oh, with Justin man. Trudeau. Yep. 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 And a lot hey, of these. So remember kids, blackface is, is okay <laughs> as long as you're liberal. That's what matters. Yeah. As um, long as you took the party line, it's okay. Yeah. They, they definitely forget about it. Right. Um, so I have, or you sent this to me. Um, let me let me set this up. Hang on one second. Um, I, hang on. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna preface it. Before, let me know. Oh, uh, you're I good. Can... Yeah, whenever you're oh. ready. Okay. 
So, are you going to show the YouTube video from? No. Uh, show, no. No. Show the. Okay. So, all right. So there's a a YouTube video that was plastered for months and months. This is the video, David, that uh, the rest of the teenage girl's dad mm-hmm. at the school board meeting that was plastered everywhere and that Merrick Garland used as a basis for labeling parents domestic terrorists right. at school board meetings. Right, which we talked so, about a little last week. If you look at it, you're like, okay, this guy's he's yelling at a superintendent and then – uh, gets arrested, right? He doesn't know that it's a cop who grabs him, so he kind of like jerks his arm and everything, and then the cop basically tackles him or you know grabs him and brings him to the ground to arrest him. And so you're thinking, okay, resisting arrest, like all this stuff, like okay, okay, maybe there's a maybe there's possibly a point to be made there, like he was out of line, right? But then when you add the context that uh, it seems like the school tried to cover up the rape of his daughter and that there is a activist there that was wearing a shirt. Um, it was, a, I believe, a transgender activist that said, uh, I don't believe your daughter. Wow. That context adds a lot to understand why he did what he did and shame on those officers as well. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let me, I, we got, um, I'm not always the biggest or like the biggest advocate of playing Tucker Carlson clips, but I thought they did a pretty good job of summarizing a lot of this. So I'm going to play this. Agreed. Tyranny is the name of a system that exists to protect and enrich the managerial class while punishing everybody else. It's the kind of a system that might welcome unvaccinated illegal aliens and then fire American airline pilots who don't want the shot. That might be anti-tyranny. Does it exist? People debate it. Well, consider this story. According to new reporting in the Daily Wire, a ninth grade girl was sexually assaulted at Stonebridge High School in Loudoun County, Virginia in May. A boy allegedly wearing a skirt apparently went into the girl's bathroom and sexually assaulted this girl. The boy was arrested for forcible sodomy, and the counts are horrifying. This month, the boy was arrested again for allegedly assaulting a different girl at a different school. At a school board meeting in June, the superintendent of Loudoun County Schools, a man called Scott Ziegler, said the school board had no records of this assault. Watch. Do we have assaults in our bathrooms or our locker rooms regularly? I would hope not, but I would like clarification. To my knowledge, we don't have any records of assaults occurring in our restrooms. Scott Smith is the father of the girl who was allegedly assaulted in the bathroom at the school. He came to a school board meeting to explain what happened to his daughter and demand accountability, but before he could finish talking, he was tackled and arrested. Here's how our local Fox station reported it at the time. Uh, That's pretty much it. I mean, it it just kind of summarizes. And uh, he, you know, he's out. um, Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he's suing the school and then the woman who um, sued the prosecutor too. Yeah. So I think I want to say the woman who was and obviously this stuff like this doesn't always seem to be super clear about what role everyone was playing. But I think whoever one of the board members was, was that woman that was wearing that shirt. Is that right? No, no, that's not right. So it was Dr. Scott Ziegler, who was the. Uh, superintendent that he was yelling at, I believe. Okay. And um, yeah, the but... one that everyone's calling to be fired, it was uh, a woman 
was wearing a rainbow heart shirt, a left wing community activist and told Smith that she did not believe his daughter, which is funny because aren't they the ones that say you should believe all women? <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, again, and this, so I told, I was telling you before I'm, I'm putting together uh, a little, uh, um, is, is cinema dead? Uh, I'm writing up a, a thing for YouTube. Right. And, um, one of the, the points in there is that like activism is one of the things that's killed cinema and it's because, right. and and it's the case in Hollywood just as well as it is in school boards or in any other um, generally like um, leftist, to be clear, um, sort of like realm, because right. the message, right, the message has to be uh, predominant above all else. Yep. Um, which we'll we'll talk about in the next episode some, um, but that is absolutely the thing that takes precedent right so are you um a, a, a black woman um who is starring in the new black panther movie that's amazing oh we want to lift her up oh you uh you have questions about the vaccine nope get out of here no longer yep now you're just you're as, as as lowly as anybody else right and that's that's what it comes down to a majority of the time and it's one of the things that i keep trying to talk to people that I know, especially about like the Hollywood angle. Cause I think some of that's a little easier for people to swallow. Um, mm -hmm. You would think, but it's like, man, if you, you go start going after like Marvel and some of that stuff with people, they get super defensive, like not, oh, yeah. not even always like fighting back. It's just very like, like, um, like stonewalled about it. Um, but yeah, it's the, the message takes precedent over everything. Of course, the agenda must be adhered to at all costs, no matter what. And I think what it is, what that creates, and well, that's where the next podcast that doesn't matter. But right, um, um, it just creates very. Sorry, go ahead. Bland. It creates very generic and bland. Um, because you can't add particularly any women or anyone else with any type of nuance. So oh, I yeah. think like this show this. Report goes to highlight that, you know, tribalists and you don't want to take, you know, one left wing person and then uh, generalize everyone as that. But it's just ironic that it was a left wing person that said that about his daughter, who happens to be a teenage girl and how horrific it is. I mean, uh, on May 28th, the school had called her father. Um, I think his name his name is Scott Smith. To, mm -hmm. uh, is his name Scott Smith? I believe yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, that's sure. what okay. they said in that uh, report. Okay. So uh, to come to the school when they told him that his 15-year-old daughter had just been physically assaulted in the bathroom by a male. This is what Smith says. So when he arrived, he determined that what had happened was not a case of his daughter being beaten up, but it was far more serious. That's when the school said it was handling the incident in-house, and that's when Smith got uh, <laughs> extremely angry. Deputies from the sheriff's office ultimately responded to the school uh, not to investigate the alleged rape of a child, Smith said, but because the school administrator called them on him for making a scene about it. Apparently, he called, and I'm quoting him, the school administrator a pussy. Um Smith acknowledges <laughs> the Raiders coach got in trouble for that. <laughs> Listen, I can imagine the things I would say would probably be a whole lot worse than that. Yeah, if that, I, if, I, encountered if that. I may, so, if I may cons confess something, let me um, I tip my hat to that guy. Yeah, I would have used the, um, 
the other one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Smith acknowledges he did make a scene. Seems reasonable that he would. Yeah, Can't absolutely. imagine why a parent would do that. Uh, yeah. And says that any father would have done the same thing. And, um, I probably would have done worse if I ha- if I was in that situation. Um, but he just went nuts and he called the <laughs> oh, he called that and then he said that he called the principal that and then said that uh, six cop cars showed up like the SWAT team to respond to the school's complaint about an assertive parent, he said. Oh my gosh, uh, dude. That is, that's pathetic. That He was right about that so, principal for sure. Oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, the principal and the superintendent. So yeah. all juvenile court records are sealed and the sheriff's office declined to release for records relating to Smith to the Daily Wire who reported on this, but in response to a public records request, confirmed that a report with offense, forcible sodomy, and sexual battery matching that date and location exists. Also, there's a rape kit, kit done that same day because he took his daughter to get one done um, that also confirmed that she was raped. So, wow. On the day of the incident, as well, to the community claiming that nothing jeopardizing student safety had occurred, wow. painting Smith as a villain and offering counseling services for witnesses a smith's blow up all right Um, you can read the statement on his on the report in our show notes but yeah it seems like the school did their best to minimize this (laughs) and diminish it so why wouldn't i mean like this it happens everywhere right yeah this is the thing that i i i've i've been having this argument with more people recently um i i i cannot get any sort like there's nothing in me at this point that goes yeah if you want your kids to have a good childhood you should definitely keep putting them in public schools yeah well one of the things i've noticed with looking at this case is um how some people it's easy like you when you see this to overreact and then label all non-binary or transgender people like this dude not all transgender people non-binary people rape what and do this kind of stuff. What this is is a is a teenager who had evil and wicked desires and use this yeah carry that out. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. And and that's why it's one of those things. It's like, man, you you gotta stop. I, like I, I'm just at the point now where it's like you've got to stop letting these schools raise your kids. Yes, take responsibility and homeschool them. Or, you know, you, you need to be more involved in their life and not rely on the state. It's the same argument I've made with the church is that so many people allow the church to supplement, to be the number, I should say, to be the number one discipler in their child's life. And that's not the case. The church is number two. The parents are primary. Yeah. And so, again, you should be primary in your children's education. Yeah. Now, maybe you have a job and you don't have the means and ability to uh, to afford your kid to go to uh, a private school or a charter school or to homeschool them. But you can at least be paying attention and, and be investing in your kid's life. And what you learn today at school? Let's go yeah. over there. Everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I, I think that um, some of that is an excuse on the part of parents okay um 
Obviously, neither of us have children. I don't think that should be a factor in having an opinion about this. Um, especially, I, as far as I'm aware, as people who would like to have children one way or another at some point in our lives. Um, mm-hmm. If you decide to have children, or if you decide to take on the responsibility of having children, even if it was on accident, per se, um, that becomes one of your main responsibilities. Or at least right. it should be. Otherwise, maybe it wasn't a good idea for you to have children. Exactly. Um, and it, it's it's harsh, right? But like, I, I'm I'm kind of over this whole like, oh, we need to sort of um, not not that there can't be nuance in conversations like this. It's not really what I'm saying, but this idea that we shouldn't have uh, standards for the way that children are raised. Um, that's kind of how right. we got to this uh, this place to begin with. Right. Where everyone just kind of was like, okay, well, you know, the school does fine. Like kids are coming out of it. Okay. They're going to go to college and they're going to, you know, so, Mm. so on and so forth. But it's gotten to the point now where, okay, maybe this isn't a common incident. What happened to this man's daughter? Oh no, it's not. Um, especially since they lied about no reported incidents of sexual assault. The funniest funniest (laughs) thing about that is like, dude, I, I remember what school was like, and I went to private schools most of my life. Kids were either constantly getting in fights, constantly doing things with their girlfriends in the bathrooms that that would be considered inappropriate, right? Like, stuff got away from the teachers all the time because the children outnumber the teachers 12 to 1, if not more than that. It's ridiculous. Oh, and in public school, it's worse. Yeah, and they're and they're lying. Uh, they're absolutely lying about that stuff. Like even when I was oh, in course. fifth grade, there was all sorts. Of, like, cause fifth grade was the the only year I went to public school. But even in fifth grade, it was like there was all sorts of stuff that was going on um, that you would hear about from people. And this was happening in private schools too. It's not as if it, you know, it was so funny because right. people used to think that private school was like, oh, that's where all the good children belong. I'm like, y'all are, <laughs> y'all have no idea what you're talking about. You have no idea what you're talking None. about. None. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I just, I don't like this idea that, um, people are just so willing because they, they kind of want to live. Everyone has this like very specific, like American lifestyle. I think that they Mm -hmm. feel that they want to live. Right. Right. And uh, unfortunately part of that is giving your children away to, um, these state schools. Like, I don't even like calling them public schools. Like they're state, they're state yeah. run schools. Exactly. Um, they, they want to do that for a majority of the week and let that be their education. Right. And mm-hmm. then expect the church. If you go to church on a Sunday to give them sort of like that bit of moral, like morality in their life for like an hour and a half. Um, And then whatever time they spend with you. And I'm not saying that it's like, again, it's not impossible for your child to go to public school um, and become a reasonable human being. Like there's plenty of people who have done that. Right. But we're also not talking about like the past in this. We're talking about the the direction that a lot of this stuff is headed now. Um, And it's very it's very concerning to me, um, you know, and then, you know, then there's the angle of homeschool which is a lot different than it used to be um i've known plenty of people there's like that stigma right of like going to homeschool makes you a weirdo like if you were homeschooled you're the weird kid who like eats glue right um and it's maybe like super smart but like has no social skills it's like it's not like that anymore 
I've known nope, I've known not. plenty of people, even when I was in high school, who were homeschooled and they did sports at our um, excuse me at our um, at our school, and they were completely socialized, completely nor normal, cool people had girlfriends, did the whole deal, right? It's just that there's that stigma because everybody does know that one sort of like weird, overly religious family that has like 12 kids and they homeschool all of them and they don't let them eat ice cream or, um, you know, do anything that kind of would normalize them to other people. Um, right. And they're the ones where it's like, ah, that's, you're a bit awkward, aren't you? Um, but even a lot of them turn into okay right and it's like if the worst thing is is your kids like a a a tad bit socially awkward um it's not the worst thing in the world for them i mean like it's got to be better than a lot of the garbage that gets taught in public school and even in college um oh yeah i'm just i'm sick of it i'm I'm tired of it being like this excuse because it's just like you're gonna make every excuse in the world and it just kind of comes off as like well i don't really care about my kids education that much like it's right. your your kids don't come off as like the most important thing. It's like your lifestyle. There's a sacrifice yeah. you have to make. And I, I people probably I mean there's probably plenty of arguments that that people could make about it. It just always kind of seems like excuses. Yeah, um, I would just say generally speaking, you know, there's sacrifices you make. However, there are some situations where you don't need to feel bad about sending your kids to public school due to the option that you're that's available to you. However, working towards a way to send them to some to a better school, whether if it's a private or charter school or someone whom you trust. To, I mean, yeah. that's more so. The, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't okay, even recognize the problem, then work forward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What'd I, you I, say? I said, I wouldn't even send them to charter schools at this point. I mean, they're, they're essentially yeah. the same thing. They just call it smaller class sizes and they might, they might be right. learning a little bit more. Um, I, I just think that there's, there's plenty of methods. Um, I mean, it's, again, it goes back to one of those things that it's like, it's why the idea of having a, a two-parent household is something that is unbelievably important. It's why it, oh, yeah. everything everything that we talk about and everything that we sort of advocate for on a regular basis, right? So less taxes, right? All these all these things that that um, that we go on and on about, right? And decentralization, um, save like having a savings, investing, um, two parents in the household. Um, all these things ultimately add up to well, now I can afford to not send my kids to. Uh, private school or public school yeah exactly find alternatives now yeah it does gives them an advantage too yeah and there are sacrifices that potentially have to be made but you have sort of like these homeschool groups now and you can potentially find something there's like i think even parts of the free state project are working on those things too sorry i'm like coughing a bunch and having to uh, mute myself no you're fine you're good that's all i have to say about that but yeah uh all right so we got two more quick stories um, did you, you saw this whole thing about the China? Oh, I have a, I do have, I have a clip for this. I, I forgot. Um, China. Oh yeah. You sent, you sent this to me on Twitter. I forgot about that. Um, has developed, uh, a hypersonic. Did I, is that what I put in here? Yeah. I, I didn't think I put supersonic. So we, uh, from what I was kind of poking around looking oh, at, yeah. at some of this information uh we have now entered the age of the hypersonic uh, missile. missile hypersonic age if you will because they're talking about like hypersonic travel and so on and so forth while um, you play this clip i'm gonna step away to use the restroom but okay. go ahead and play the clip here we go 
China has tested a new space capability with hypersonic missile, according to a report on Saturday. The report, citing multiple sources familiar with the test, said the Beijing in August launched a nuclear-capable missile that circled the Earth at low orbit before descending towards its target, which three sources said it missed by 32 kilometers. The report quoted sources saying that the hypersonic glide vehicle was carried by a Long Mark rocket, though the August test was kept under wraps. Along with China, the United States, Russia and at least five other countries are working on hypersonic technology. Hypersonic missiles, like the traditional ballistic missiles which can deliver nuclear weapons, can fly at more than five times the speed of sound. But ballistic missiles fly high into the space in an arc to reach their target, while a hypersonic flies on a low trajectory in the atmosphere, potentially reaching the target more quickly. Crucially, a hypersonic missile is maneuverable like the much slower, often subsonic cruise missile, making it harder to track and defend against. While countries like the United States have developed systems designed to defend against cruise and ballistic missiles, the ability to track and take down a hypersonic missile remains a question. China has been aggressively developing the technology, seeing it as crucial to defend against U.S. gains in hypersonic and other technologies, according to a recent report by the U.S. Congressional Research Service. The reported test comes as U.S.-China tension have mounted and Beijing has stepped up military activity near Taiwan, the self-ruling U.S.-aligned democracy that Beijing considers a province awaiting reunification. One India Dude, I don't understand why people are so upset because our military is so diverse and uh, focusing on the important issues <laughs> like the January 6th insurrection that they'll be able to take this down in no, uh, no time. Yeah, I mean, I'm always so like split on this whole China thing. Um, oh yeah, I, I think that like, people... I'm sure the government was surprised by. Yeah, it. yeah I know like, it's so right, stupid yeah, to think. Like, they're, oh, on. we yeah, our intelligence agencies had no idea. I'm like, no, we're developing this. Type. <laughs> that report even said that Russia, the United States, a few other places are also developing this technology or whatever. So it's like, yeah. okay, oh, by the, the first time report it... had said one out of five scientists uh, or whoever in the U.S. I saw it on Twitter. Um, the report uh, don't know how China was able to do this, and so it read like, okay, so four Come out of five, no. <laughs> yeah, that, that's I love those numbers are always so. Um, or more. That's what the oops, excuse me, uh, are always so misleading. Um, yeah, they don't. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, they like never. They're never giving you the full picture, and it's kind of why, like, when right. you sent me that tweet by Jack uh, Posobiec. Um, first of all, he's naval intelligence, so it's hard for me to think that he has um, 100% true intentions on anything that he does on Twitter. Um, okay. I mean, he's a spook. Um, right. Once Navy intelligence, always Navy intelligence. Um, right. They, um, there is just this this thing in my mind when anyone anyone kind of brings is kind of like fear mongering China. And, and again, this is not to say that China couldn't potentially do something, right? Let's. It's right. Not, it's not the point. The point is that it feels as if that there are people that have very large platforms, um, especially in the political realm, that have a tendency to push uh, the narrative that China is the big, bad, number one enemy of the United States. And it just always feels like these guys are a little hungry to uh, cause some violence in the area to try to knock China down a few pegs. 
which if some of the reports are correct, they're having kind of their own issues to begin with. Um, Mm-hmm. Apparently, they're having a lot of uh, energy issues because of some dumb sanctions that they made on Australia um, over the submarines. Uh, the, I, I guess they're nuclear submarines. There was like that whole that whole incident that happened a few weeks ago where um, they uh, the United States kicked uh, France out of a deal, I think, for yeah. these nuclear submarines in Australia and Canada were involved in this. Um, and then Joe Biden forgot the name of the minister of Australia, who I don't even know, but it was really funny because the president forgot his name and he tried to cover it up. Like he's like that guy from Australia. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, the dude with the hair and the face. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And the whole, um, this is the most reasonable thing that I've seen so far as, as far as like, a potential way for China to try to cause problems for the United States because every idea that people have put out other than this one feels more like they're being a pest or their stupid theories than uh, that probably wouldn't work out in China's favor if they attempted to do it anyway. Right. Um, so, and I, you know, I, it just always feels like people are doing this thing where it's like, you're not really as safe as you think you are. Everything around you is trying to kill you. And it's it's kind of like, uh, like you kind of just can't yeah. live that way. Like you need to be informed about this stuff, but I don't know. I'm ranting a little bit because it, it just seems like. I understand what you mean on the, yeah. on, on the, about China a lot. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, it, they're public enemy number one. Yeah, well, on they're the, the, right the they're the they're the new Russia, right? So Russia was right. always like the everyone used to fearmonger Russia and you know the the nukes and, and uh, Spudnik, yeah. And it's obviously there's uh, some of that that's like held over because everybody who was part of the fearmongering of Russia when it was originally going on, some of them are still in office. Well, I mean, what I was more so getting at is with Hillary Clinton and Democrats blaming Russia, Russia, Russia on everything, the Republicans blame China, China, China on everything. Yeah, and and some of them also blame Russia, Russia, Russia on everything, and it's because they were still yeah. alive. they were alive back when Russia was the big bad. So that's just like I got that's their go-to thing. <laughs> okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, get what I'm throwing down. Uh, I get it. All right, let's get I to this smell last. What the rock is cooking. <laughs> let's get to this last story real quick so we can get out of here. So, um, you know, I always forget all of these old people's names. Oh, it is uh, Secretary Janet, Yellen. Janet Yellen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I get her and the um, the uh, the health secretary confused. Oh, yeah. For some reason, I, I the two of them, and that I don't know if that's like worse for uh, Janet here or the health secretary, but um, you can look that up. I'm going to play this clip real quick. Go ahead. You want banks to report transactions of $600 or more. That's what the IRS wants. Does this mean that the government is trying to peek into our pocketbooks if you want to look at $600 transactions. Absolutely not. I think this proposal has been seriously mischaracterized. Um, The proposal involves no reporting of individual transactions of any individual. Look, the big picture is that we have a tax gap that over the next decade is estimated at $7 trillion, namely a shortfall in the amount that IRS is collecting due to a failure 
of individuals to report the income that they've earned. But that's among billionaires. Is that among people who are transferring $600? No, it tends to be among high-income individuals whose income is opaque and the IRS doesn't receive information about it. If you earn a paycheck, you get a W-2, the IRS knows about it. But high-income individuals with opaque sources of income that are not reported to the IRS, there's a lot of tax fraud and cheating that's going on. And all that's involved in this proposal is a few aggregate numbers about bank accounts, the amount that was received in the course of a year, the amount that went out in the course of the year. If somebody reports an income of $10,000 and they had $3 million um, go out of their checking account, that tells the IRS that's, a, that's an individual you might audit. I mean, the White House says that American billionaires pay an average income tax rate of 8.2%. Yes, it's extremely low. That's lower than teachers, than cops, than a lot of people. It's unfair. and. It's something that we need to remedy. Oh my gosh. I there were a couple things in there that I um I kinda wanted to to mention. Um the the first one who do you think this thing is really going to be going after? Me and you. People yeah. like us, everyday people. Yeah. That's exactly who it's going after. She's like She's uh, sorry, go ahead using the opposite meaning, playing them backwards, trying to gaslight you, yeah. trying to use reverse psychology. She knows exactly what she's doing, and don't be ignorant ignorant enough to think that they're not going to come after you. Mm -hmm. I'd also really be curious to know uh, of the billionaires, right, like if what they're really paying in taxes, because they always do this thing where it's like, oh, the billionaires don't pay their fair share. It's like, well, first of all, are we talking about net, work, net worth or are we talking about the income that they make every year? Because those are very yeah. different things. And for some reason, everyone seems to not understand that. Like, you are considered yep. a, like, just with millionaires, right? You're considered a millionaire if your assets, which is your net worth, is a million dollars, not if you make a million dollars a year. Yep. That's like, that's number one. That's the thing that people need to understand before you can move any further with a conversation like this. Um, also, it's really hard for me to care that the IRS isn't getting what did she say like seven billion dollars worth of tax revenue every year like they're losing out on seven yeah, billion dollars right. worth of tax I, I kind of go oh no like no <laughs> not the IRS <laughs> anyone else yeah so and it's funny that they say only eight to eight point two percent um of the elite let's say pay taxes and it's like exactly y'all are the ones who write the laws and they keep getting around them due to the loopholes that you have created. Yeah, for yourselves and your friends, right? So they're just taking exactly. advantage of that too. But because they're billionaires, right? It's like, and then it's like, you okay. know, Bill Gates worth, I think it doubled, if not more so, when he donated to charity. Yeah. Oh, brother, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's all garbage. She knows it. Um, the, uh, the $600 thing doesn't make sense because if you're really trying to go after billionaires, why are you trying to look at it, like transactions coming in and out of six hundred dollars? Exactly. Makes, that doesn't make in, that makes no sense. Nope. Um, and you know you can run your logic circles 
all day uh, to try to, con to convince people that that makes sense, but it doesn't. Um, the all the other thing too is that she makes a lot of accusations about uh, people not paying their taxes or t you know jumping through blah blah blah. You know, but she gives no examples. There's not a single what? example in there where she because she said well, one thing she said was like, oh um, six six. $600 goes in, but $3 million comes out. And it's like, what does that even mean? And and it's like, okay, who did that happen to, right? Because you you clearly, that is that is a number and a reference to something Dude, that you I believe heard. you said $10,000 comes in. Either way, right? Yeah. That's a, some, a reference to something that you heard. So what does that mean, right? Because like, what if someone's making 10000 a month, right? It would be reasonable to think that in their bank account, they might have $3 million yep. for one oh, reason yeah. or another, right? And they might be paying, they might have been paying tax. Like, listen, these the, a lot of these guys that are rich, like if they're making their money off the stock market, like they're paying the taxes off the stock market more than likely. Oh, yeah. Right? And that's well, big. The... It's a, it's a, that is a big number. So just because right. like income tax, they might not be paying as much. It's very possible that one of the reasons they're taxed the way that they are is because their income tax isn't coming from actual income tax, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's sort of a weird thing if like you're not in the stock market because those numbers are different. But I'm pretty sure you don't pay an income tax on money you make in the stock market that you pull out when you sell them. You pay... Right. Um, oh, shoot. I forgot what the actual ter like term is. But I think, it, I think if, you, if you make... If you hold, if you don't hold the stock for over a year, and then you make over a million dollars in the stock market, you're in a specific tax bracket within that. That's somewhere in like you're paying like thirty five percent, forty percent, and like I think Biden is trying to get that up even higher. Because um, I think we mm. talked about that a long time ago uh, with stocks um, yeah. on one of the episodes. So it, it's it's ridiculous. There's, I don't know, man. Do you think is there any point in trying to convince people who are just kind of all in on this logic? Otherwise, I don't think there is. I think they're pretty staunch in their position. If they're willing to to listen and open to a dialogue, to have a conversation back and forth, then maybe so. But I think at this point, people are dug in. But every day, people are waking up more and more at the same time too. Yeah, and you know, I'm not, I'm not the brightest when it comes to like tax policy and all these other things and I, I don't part of me doesn't think it's like uber important because on the mm -hmm. one hand I'm just like well I don't want anybody having to pay taxes like if if you through your own means without causing harm to people have made a billion dollars well congratulations right it's like we were talking about um on uh, like we talked about it shortly on the uh, last the last episode where Twitch released the uh, the financials of their like top one percent of mm -hmm. streamers and um, one of the and they've been getting a little bit of backlash for this for some because because oh my god someone's making money um, oh shoot Critical Role is making like nine million dollars a year off of Twitch alone um, mm -hmm. so that's not even what they're making that's not even potentially uh, including sponsorships, merchandise, who you know, whatever other deals that that they're working out with people or whatever. So they're you doing very it, right? yeah, they're doing very well for themselves. Um and it, it, so it's just it's insane to me that it, it's just like I was saying that congratulations, like you've made that money. You should be able to keep that money. Exactly. There's and something they, wrong with making money. It's there's something wrong when you know, you have a love for money. Right. But 
but I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, but it's 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 one of those things that's like she's she's trying to like do something that's that's like well. I don't want you guys to, I don't even want you to have that. Like that doesn't, that doesn't make sense. Like it, it makes more sense that it stays in the hands of the people who potentially are offering people jobs. Even if they're not, who can't, like, I don't know, man. I, it's like, oh, you know, it's like, they're, they're not always offering jobs. It's like, well, they have no responsibility to do that. Mm. If they need, if whatever their business is requires them to make, need workers, right. To make money. Right. Great. But it's it's always one of those things where people think that they're you know it's it's kind of the same thing with the the whole like jab thing, where it's like everyone's going back to that and expecting people to like the government to take care of them, um, and to look out for them or whatever. And the whole time, essentially, people like Janet, um, and that entire administration is getting rich off the backs of the taxpayer. Mm. Like, I, someone was telling me today that Pete Buttigieg. Um, is taking like a couple months maternity leave in the middle of all this like disastrous stuff that's going on with the economy right now. Uh, it's just like, oh, it, my response was like, oh, right, his job's worthless. Oh, of course it is. So, excuse me. Um, that's all I no, had. You're fine. Um, do you have anything else you want to add before we close this out? No. Nah. All That's right. it. I agree with you. <laughs> we will uh, we will be back on Thursday with the next episodes. We will uh, see you then. Politics ruins everything. Tell me what's worse than learning all that you led to believe was all horse crap. They distort so question as if you war shack. Horsemen, force men, and they've long been having the course mapped. It ain't that you can't see, cause you can find it homes, it's that you don't want to. You cope by putting the blinders on. I've been trying to find some kind of way, but I've kind of known that y'all would rather whine and lash to nonsense cause your mind is gone. I can't save every person in politic and it's bringing the worst out the very earth. And every perk of living on this turf is being chipped at and nerfed, but I can't sit back and lurk. I've got to hit back, I'm certain it's my purpose. It's a beautiful thing too. Uh. Hold up. Yeah. Hey, hey. Looking at the technological advances. I used to be on dial-up looking for answers. Now what? Underappreciating was candid. And 20 years later, we got computers that hand fit. Used to be playing Sega Genesis with bros. Now I'm gaming with some folks on the other side the globe. Used to go through a label if you trying to blow. Now people got more options on the table, got a post. Social media got us connected as ever on every medium. Should be more righteous and clever, but what we see in this communication is error and still the devious. Evil's immediate, tedious that you gotta be remediate. Cause idiots get heebie jeebies in the event that they don't agree with you. Try to ruin your whole life cause you say what they dislike. God forbid y'all disagree without a fight. The type of stuff that will clear up if you lighten up, Jack. Your trife is subject. Your life would right if you give up that. You're mad at nothing, not adding up when you're sad enough at a sad sack that gets aggravated. And now you pay it forward. Let people make your blood boil. Emotions firing like microwave foil or the oil. They annoy you. You add another snack for the wrong reasons. Election years now seeming like full blown seasons. Man, you let politics ruin, or rather, control. Your whole life, man, you're gonna be a miserable person. Straight up. And unfortunately, that's where we're at. A lot of people are consumed by this. And it's driving them crazy. And they hate their neighbors. 